This might be my new favorite color. This is the prettiest shade I've ever seen. Marky dipped her nail polish brush into a paint bucket labeled Rouge, R-R-O-U-G-E. She marveled at the deep color. It looked like all the shades of red she had ever known all rolled into one. Tarsha marveled at Marky's brush, a 10-foot-long piece of bamboo with strips of fabric knotted on the end. Yeah, I usually just blob the paint on, then smooth it out with a stick or some palm fronds. This is just such a cleaner look, though. Yep, it's your edges. See? Watch. I see my mom do this when she decorates her cookies. Marky used the end of the rag mop to outline the edges of each of Tarsha's fingernail cuticles with red paint. Then, when they dried, dumped more paint and smoothed each nail to perfection. It'll take a little longer, but I know you'll love the end result. Wow. Well, I really appreciate it. And besides, it'll give me a few minutes to put my face on while you do my toes. Tarsha applied thick black lash extensions to her already full lashes, then puckered up and applied a coat of glossy red lipstick. Marky got to work on the pedicure, but paused for a moment to stare in admiration as Tarsha finished her face with no mirror. Next, Tarsha took a glass bottle labeled 1614 out of her satchel and removed the stopper. She doused a splash of its contents onto her neck, then her wrist, then behind her ears, then on her ankles. Marky caught a whiff. The perfumey breeze was so wonderful, so new, but almost familiar. An aroma Marky had never encountered, but never ever wanted to forget. Something so earthy and smoky, it made her want to snuggle. Something so fruity and floral, it made her want to sip tea in a flower garden. An opulent aroma that mesmerized her as she worked. But Marky wondered... Tarsha, what is all this for? Why are you getting all gussied up? Well, remember how I told you I'm taking you to a place you'll love? Our new training camp? Yes. And did I get a new training uniform and flight suit? Well, yes. And yes to all of that. But there's also something else. Someone I want you to meet. Miss Aretha Von Shinsky Arictoropis. Lil Retha, as I've come to know her, is a living legend. The announcement over the loudspeaker caught the group's attention. Two lines quickly formed around carpeted kiosks. Everyone knew the best sizes and smoothest wheels went first. We've got two in, two in the front door. It was first come, first served. The rookies took whatever pair of quad skates they were given, then filed into the warm-up area where the veteran skaters were already practicing. The vets had different skates and they had different moves. The sow cow, the duck walk, and the figure eight 
just a few on the list of stunts and tricks the rookies were only allowed to practice in warm-ups. The vets not only had different moves, they had rhythm. Their spins, backward skate, and grapevine all had a certain flair. The rookies had to count their upbeats and downbeats. The vets were able to simply use facial expressions and shoulder pops to mark their time. Their warm-ups just looked different. Hey, you think my spread eagle stacks up to hers? Montel and Eric both watched as Rondi glided past on her back wheels with her toes turned out, arms outstretched. Well, Monty, I feel like you're almost there. I mean, your mechanics are good, but do you know what? I think maybe it's your tail. Maybe just try to move it out of the way. See? Watch hers. She flows. You can just tell she's having fun. Maybe? But it might be your skates. She has speed skates, and we're in these dusty brown high tops. And it looks like we have five wheels. Look how round and small her toe stops are. Yeah, I don't know. She just recently moved up to the low cuts. I mean, I don't know how much the skates are lending to the situation. Artlings and Bartlets, please report to the main rink. I repeat, Artlings and Bartlets, please report to the main rink. Our visitors are in the lobby. 36 aardvarks took to the center of the roller rink floor. The show troop of skaters held a pose as the lights faded to black. Marky stood in front of a glass window with a black curtain pulled all the way closed. She took a number from the ticket dispenser, but there was no number. She read it aloud to Tarsha. Your portal will be with you shortly. Please wait and enjoy the show. The ticket dispenser reminded Marky of a bakery, but nothing else about this place did. She looked all around. Above, a sign that read, Welcome to the Odor Institute. Behind, A glass wall enclosed a conveyor belt that was moving along at a steady pace. Marky whispered, I love that sound. The glass made little clinking sounds as the bottles rounded the turns. Marky peered into the window to investigate. All of the dropper bottles were labeled with either a name or a number in quotation marks. She tried to read the labels, but didn't have time. The curtain from behind the glass opened. Nine groups of four aardvarks stood posed in the middle of the roller rink floor. Dimly lit, colorful lights began rotating as a drum beat and disco lights began to rev up. The entire group raised onto their hind legs and fist-pumped until the disco ball and beat were wide open. Then, each quartet moved from the center as one unit to take a few freestyle laps around the rink. Each formation picked up speed until finally a synchronized aardvark shuffle skate. Marky leaned in and pressed her nose against the window. 
The music bumped in her chest as she watched them step and twist just inches from the window. Earth pigs rexing in stylish crimson red velvet sleeveless rompers. And then they all switched directions and skated several backwards laps before coming to an abrupt stop in the middle of the ring. All skaters linked up, held shoulders, and bounced. Then the skater on the right end snapped his head forward, pointed his long bunny-like ears towards the window, and initiated a wave. The wave rippled all the way down to the last aardvark on the left, and in unison, they whipped their noses into a 45-degree angle for their signature move, the snout-tout. The artlings held their tout till the lights went out. Then, they sent their primary pig forward to fulfill her porter position. Hey, Marky. This place is neat, huh? We're just getting started. Now I want you to meet my friend, Lil Retha. She's a scientist, and this is where she works. I want you to see what she does every day. Hello. Welcome to the Odor Institute. My name is Rondi, and I've come to lead the way to Miss Erectoropus's office. Miss Tarsha? She asked if you would be comfortable to meet us there while I give Marky a tour. Do you remember the way? Sure. I'll meet y'all up there. A vacuum-sealed slider door opened to reveal a monorail system with passenger cars shaped like roller skates. Each boot had a bench seat and a lap bar that stretched all the way across. Marky and Ron D zigzagged their way through an empty queue line and waited on a platform next to the track. When the boot arrived, a hydraulic system slowly lowered the toe stop and raised the lap bar. Marky and Ron D slid onto the brown fur seat of their boot and began their journey down a long hallway lined with movie posters on either side. Marky was excited to see what movies were being advertised, then realized they weren't movie ads at all. They were posters of odors, both pleasant and otherwise, that scrolled through to a new one every few seconds. The ride continued along. A narrator could be heard through a speaker that was clipped to the top shoelace island. Marky listened as the narrator welcomed them to a behind-the-scenes look at how their scientists track odors from their origins to a person's memory, then study it, then formulate it into a signature scent. Next, the tour meandered into a replica classroom. The narrator described the humble beginnings of the Institute and how it's now grown into a well-respected university with a sprawling campus and an adjacent olfactory arena. The tour rolled along and gave a glimpse into campus life for the scent scientists. Marky's favorite part was the mock-up laboratory. 
everything was her favorite thing. The lab coats, the clear goggles, the test tubes, flasks and beakers, the tongs and dry ice. The inner workings of the stimulus prep room reminded Marky of one of her dad's watches. It was her favorite because the gear showed through the face. The gears, pulleys, meters, and belts made up a test system that measured odorous compounds and the effect they have on feelings and emotions. The tour ended in a room full of display shelves. Sample bottles with products formulated for former and current clients neatly lined the shelves. Marky read some of the numbers first. 11, 41, 8. Then the names. And she noticed all of the names began with either a double consonant or a double vowel. She read more labels and stopped when one bottle in particular caught her attention. Rouge. And another. 1614. The description underneath read, Formulated for a client to boost confidence and calmness. Helps neutralize sour stomach related to fear of flying. Marky read through the ingredient list and recognized almost every one. Then a warning label. This product makes no claim to fully eradicate flatulence. Marky looked up as Rondi motioned for her. As they walked down one hallway and then another, an announcement rang out over the loudspeaker. The snout is on route. The snout is on route. sealed doors marked the entrance to Miss Aretha Vonshinsky's Erichteropus's office. Rondi pushed a button and she and Marky entered to find Miss Erichteropus and Tarsha reminiscing about the good old days over a cup of hot tea. Rondi, thank you. When my two o'clock arrives, please tell him we will get started in just a few minutes. Marky, please join us. Tarsha was just reminding me about the day we met. I will never forget the day I met you, little Retha. I had just gotten banished from the land of Dan, so I tried to go home. But I felt like I didn't fit in there either. All they wanted me to do was fly. Fly everywhere and all the time. But my stomach hurts when I fly. So they said, oh, no worries. Just breathe fire. Lots and lots of fire, you know. Bring some heat. But when I mentioned I don't actually breathe fire, they just made fun of me. Nobody ever asked me what I like to do, and nobody asked me what I think I'm good at. I love to teach, and I love to coach. So long story short, I decided to move to the aisle for a fresh start, and I started going on long walks by myself. I didn't know anybody. And that's when you ran into me. Tarsha poured more tea for the group as she explained that one day... She had been out for a walk when an aardvark on roller skates slammed right into her. 
You were my first friend, Tarsha. I was all alone when I moved here. And who knew that run-in would lead to such a long friendship? Yep, that was at the very beginning of my odor odyssey. I didn't know anybody. Mr. Richteropus, what do you mean by an odor odyssey? Well, when I was younger, in junior high, I did something. I did something that changed the course of my life. One day, I went into my parents' room when they weren't home, and I started snooping around. Like, snooping into stuff I shouldn't have been. Cabinets, closets. I peeked under the bed, and I got into my dad's stash of books. I was having a great time. And then I saw it. Aardvark is not the first word in the dictionary. And up until then, I had always felt secure in life. You know, I'm the first, or we're the first. I had grown up attached to a name. And then, right there in print, things changed. Everything I thought I knew about myself was different. I went through a bit of a dark period after that. Until finally, my mom sat down with me one day and handed me the same dictionary I was mad at earlier for crushing my dreams. And she asked me to turn to a page she had marked for me. The word legend was underlined. Legend, a story coming down from the past, regarded as historical, although not verifiable an explanatory list of the symbols on a map or chart, a person or a thing that inspires. My mom reminded me that not only do I have gifts, but she encouraged me to develop the gifts that are unique to me. She said that even though aardvarks aren't first in the dictionary, a true fact is aardvarks have a very keen sense of smell. And like most aardvarks, Loretha had a keen sense of smell. But her parents told her that, even as a baby, they had always noticed something a little different about her. She had an exceptionally keen sense of smell. So they took me to get an oist. Oh, that sounds neat. What's an oist? An oist. It's an odor identifier spectrum test. And back then, most people didn't even get a test. And those that did were older but my parents pushed for early screening. The analytics from the OIS surprised everyone at first, but yet not really. Loretha identified every odorous compound that was put in front of her. A perfect score. As Loretha grew and matured, a curiosity grew inside of her. The odors, aromas, and scents in the OIS lab were just samples. Loretha wanted to really know them in person. So when she smelled and identified everything in her local area, her parents agreed and supported Loretha's desire to travel around the world and back to smell everything in between. A gap year, so to speak. So she searched and explored. She learned how to categorize odors. And she studied how those odors are linked to memories. And that's when I ran into Tarsha. I used to roller skate every day to get some fresh air and relax with my thoughts. And when I met Tarsha, we became fast friends. She taught me new skate tricks and sequences, and she even let me practice reading her odor memories. And as they say, the rest is history. It's literally history. Lil Retha discovered a rare odor, 
Ardonium, and now clients come from all over the world to have a signature scent formulated using her Ardonium and their already existing scent memory bank. Marky, would you like to sign up? Yes, of course yes. Please? Well, looks like just a bit of a wait list. But looks like I've got one next year. Same time, same place. Next year? Lil Retha, please check one more time. Well, let me check. <sighs> yeah, I'm still not seeing anything. I'm sorry to interrupt. Your two o'clock just canceled. Thank you, Rondi. But do me a favor. Leave everything running. I've got someone to take his place.